Need your Minnesota United soccer fix? We've got it for you here. It's Loon Talk on Score North. Welcome in, listeners, to another season of Loon Talk. Jonathan Harrison here once again alongside Dan Terhard. Dan, it's been we're a long offseason. It's been a long two oh, weeks of the season, but we're back. <laughs> it hasn't been a long offseason. <laughs> There was, no, there was no off-season. <laughs> it's good to be back, though. It's fun to be uh, fun to be playing soccer again. Absolutely. Even if it is early in the year and yeah, it's cold early. as hell outside. And, yeah, <laughs> no, or, it's good. Or rainy and lightning, as uh, we found out on Saturday, that that can come into play. Um, ne- yeah. Never in a million years would have dreamed that uh, that would be the case on March 6th. <laughs> Bizarre. Would have figured we'd have a snow opener again, not a lightning delay, not an hour-long lightning delay in the middle of the home opener. We'll get to that in a moment. Yeah, let's do that. Um, Quickly explaining what we are again. We are the most unofficial, official Loons podcast, considering (laughs) Dan Terrar and myself are uh, the radio broadcast team for all Minnesota United matches on Score North. Um, We weren't here last week because I was sick. You can still maybe hear it a little bit in my voice. Still a little bit sick, but yeah, we're getting through it. yeah, we uh, best kept secret in MLS, as Dan liked to call us last year. He still doesn't know how to find podcasts, but we'll get him there. Hey, once <laughs> I record it, do I really need to hear it again? <laughs> Who goes back and listens to themselves? The only oh, time that's... I do it is when I edit it. You, you guys with big egos have to hear themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I sound like. I don't need to. I don't need to hear it again. You're on the radio I... four hours a day. You don't need to hear yourself I... more. I have to tell you, as you know, I do a lot of driving. I spend a lot of time on the road. I do listen to a lot of podcasts because it's a great way to kill time. Oh, absolutely. I just don't listen to my own. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Yes. I don't either. I I listen just so we can get the number, and then uh, I move on to other podcasts, about the 8,000 that I have in the the system ready to go. There you go. There you go. So. Alrighty, so let's jump right into this. A pair of What's one-one first? draws for us to talk about um, because we weren't here last week. We got the one-one draw at Philadelphia Union to open up the season, mm-hmm. and then the one-one draw uh, last Saturday against Nashville to open up the open up Allianz Field. Uh, Dan, the only thing I can really say is that it's a uh, at least it's a better start than last year. Yeah, it's a lot better start than last year, uh, but. <laughs> You know the bar was pretty damn low. We could we could be <laughs> oh, we could we could be zero oh two right now and go well yeah we, we it's not suck as bad. yeah we didn't suck as bad as last year yet <laughs> so um, I can't even remember in Philadelphia. Let's see, Robin Robin Lude scored. Yep, um, that was in, that was early in the match. It was but... about forty degrees. Uh, so yeah, it was very. If this was a match in the middle of June or July you'd quickly just forget about it. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was just nothing. It was yeah. just, it was, you know what? It was the, op- it was not only the opener for both teams. It was the uh, season opener for major league soccer. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, was um, like the third time in the last seven or six seasons that they've yeah. done Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. A but, weird coincidence, but it's yeah. a thing that's happened. So, so, and it was a match where you went, okay, you got a point on the road. That's better than last year. That was 90 <laughs> minutes just, and they didn't hurt themselves. So we'll take nobody, it. Yeah, nobody got hurt. Uh, they didn't lose. It was on the road. You just kind of go, all right, didn't suck. Let's just, <laughs> let's just go home. <laughs> that's always, that's always the bar you want to get to is you didn't suck. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what, <laughs> that's what, that's what all of last year felt like, you know, after, after going 0 four, it was like, 
yeah, just don't lose four in a row again. And he's kind of like, yeah, the bar was kind of low. So is that what we set the standard for this podcast is at least we didn't suck. Yeah. Yep. Just don't suck. <laughs> that's just, I was talking, that's a family thing. I was, I was talking to my son just before I joined you and he, I said, I gotta go do my podcast. He goes, all right, don't suck. So <laughs> that's just a, it's just a family thing to calm the nerves going back to when the kids were in high school sports and I could tell they were nervous. I just say, all right, don't suck. So that's what I got to start telling myself before broadcast. Yeah. Tell that, tell that, tell that oldest son of yours that too. Cause <laughs> With you for a dad, he's going to need all the help he can oh, get. Oh, so. yeah. He's he's already set three <laughs> steps behind everybody else in his grade. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> lower the bar. <laughs> so, right. I don't know. Is there anything else to talk about about Philly? I guess not really. Not there really. There were no I mean, big was, surprises. No, it was a good opening 30 minutes, but after that, Philly really controlled the game. The defense stood up once again um, after they let in the goal. But, yeah, not really any surprises. We got to see the debut of Kervin Ariaga in the midfield. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked what I saw from him there. We didn't see him in Nashville because of an injury, but yeah, I liked what we saw from him. Um, another guy I've liked what we've seen so far uh, from is Bongi, as coach likes to call him. Long one day. Yeah. Long one day. Um, two substitution performances, and I've I've been singing his praises since or since every time we see him. I mean, he comes on the field. He looks like he fits in really well with the team. He's fast as hell. It seems like he's got some acceleration on him to bust away from players. And the thing I liked the most, especially in the Nashville game is that he would drive into the Nashville box. The defenders would try and body him off the ball and he just bounce off of them. Like they weren't even there. Uh, yeah. Let's move on to the Nashville game because I thought that he was, um, um had more impact in the Nashville game than against Absolutely. Philly. Um, and I, you know, you know, some guys are, some guys are mutters. I, maybe he's a mutter. Because he came on in that game and the field was terrible. It had been yep. pouring for the entire game. When he came in in the second half, he had he brought definitely brought an offensive burst to the team. Yeah. And the mud didn't seem to bother him from making moves, from controlling the ball. He had a couple of shots right away. And uh, maybe this maybe he's you know what if he is a mutter and he loves playing in in wet sloppy crappy conditions well welcome to Minnesota Bongi <laughs> <laughs> you are in the right place yeah. my friend yeah, you he, are in the right place so he along with the rest of the squad just looked like a completely different uh team after the lightning delay I was talking with uh, yeah. our old buddy Jamie Watson in the brew hall afterwards and he made the point that the lightning de- delay was the worst thing to happen to Nashville and the best thing to happen min- to Minnesota I mean the teams looked like they body swapped after the lightning delay. I mean, Nashville before the lightning delay, and I guess a little bit, not so much in the second half in general, because Minnesota came out really attacking in that second half before the lightning delay. But majority yeah. of the first half, Nashville were really just, it seemed like they were toying with Minnesota. And Sean McCauley joined us on the broadcast, and he said they didn't play well at all the first 40 minutes. And, yeah. I mean, it's hard to disagree. I mean, they Nashville were just moving the ball around at ease, just kind of picking their yeah. spots, just trying to find just trying to find that leaky hole in the Minnesota defense, which really isn't there to begin with. And for the most part, the defense held up except for the one goal, which was just Nashville just moving the ball across the field and pulling them out. But yeah, and then after the lightning delay, Minnesota was the one doing that. They were moving the ball with ease, just not right. allowing Nashville to get on the ball, and Nashville was chasing them all over the park. Yeah. Um, so if we've decided that uh, A is a mutter, Robin Lode might not be a mutter. Oh, he had, he was kind he of, just, that was his game, first game, but then he was yeah. non-existent in the second game. That was about as 
invisible as I've seen Robin Lud in. Well, he did. I don't think he was ever that invisible for an entire match last year. He has like the year before, match, maybe. I don't think. No, but because you know what he do? He just goes not. He just goes missing. It seems like right, and, and he'll he would get those at times last year, and then you know what happened? He'd score a late goal, and he'd and he'd be the hero of the game, and nobody cared that he, uh, you know. <laughs> Struggled a little bit for a while. So, yeah, that was weird. So, you know what? Um, hard to judge players by a night like uh, last Saturday night in a, in a, in a just torrential downpour, cold temperatures. Um, but, you know, it's kind of amazing. I don't hold it against a player if they struggle in those conditions, but I will tip my cap to them when they, when they excel in those conditions. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was a one, one draw. I, I think that's probably the way it deserved to end. I don't know that either team, you know, did anything special to to say we should have won that. Um, and uh, you know, what else was surprising about that one? I don't. We still haven't seen Metonair. We haven't seen uh, uh, Chase Gasper yet. But yet, um, with uh, you know, retaining Brent Coleman and uh, bringing in O'Neill Fisher, uh, having uh, Debassy being flexible enough to move around and move to the outside. Um, this defense is, uh, I think it was Coleman that was talking about, uh, how, you know, it's kind of just, we've got enough pieces now we can put people in many different places yeah. and the defense seems to hold up and have some continuity back there. So, and I guess we could say that's worked after two matches and giving up just two goals. So, yeah, I mean, the defense has been long, been together long enough that they all kind of know how each other plays at this point. I just, I had to look it up while we were talking, while you were talking there, uh, Robin Lode played the full 90 minutes had the least amount of touches on the field, even including the substitutes. I believe it. Wane had 44 touches. DJ Taylor, who was a second half or halftime substitute, had 35. Robin Lode, just 29. He was either he was just non-existent or that was Nashville's game plan was to take him out of the match. And they took, they completely just disappeared him throughout the evening. And, and, And if that was their plan and they did that, then that's fine because that means that there's more room for, you know, Fragapane and uh, Reynoso to operate, and then they both played well. And um, But we, we have to talk about the elephant in the room when it yeah, comes to this that was team. The next that was the next point was that we're two games in, and uh, the starting strikers still have yet to score a goal. And uh, Luis Amaria, if I'm remembering correctly, didn't have many chances to do that on – uh, Saturday, he had three total shots, none on target on Saturday. He had more than that in Philadelphia, but he had a couple chances in Philadelphia where he should have just shot the ball and instead Pat decided to pass he, it off. He looked he looked hesitant in Philly, and if you're a if you're a striker, if you're a number nine, and and a team brings you back, man, I mean, you shouldn't even have to tell them, you know, son, go go score goals, be aggressive. And he didn't seem like it. He seemed like he was, you know, well, there was, you know, in his defense, one of the, uh, one of the moments he went to make a pass and he made a bad pass. Um, there was a guy wide open who had an easy tap in and then that's fine. But again, man, just fire away, just let it rip. So here we are, we're two games in and the defense is looking good. Uh, the midfield with uh, trap back and Hassani Dotson who scored, the only goal for Minnesota on Saturday. You're feeling okay about that. We we always felt good last year about uh, Robin Lude, uh, Reynoso, 
and Fragapane. They were building chemistry. So, you know, for most of us, it was, we need a, we need a true goal scorer. We need a true number nine. Mm-hmm. And you bring back uh, Amaria. You hope he's the guy. You still have uh, Adrian Anu. And he, at moments, looked very good last year. And then you brought in Abu Denladi for some uh, depth on the bench. And you think, okay, here we go. And uh, I got to tell you, we're, we're, I know we're only two in, but right now I feel like, I just feel like we're looking at the same team as last year. And I don't, I, you know, what do we care? I kept joking last year about we're going to have one of those three goal outbursts. And then I went, well, maybe we'll have a two goal outburst. And, <laughs> you know, maybe we just got to, maybe we just have to be okay with the fact that this is a team that is going to score very little and has to win one nil or maybe two one on a crazy night. So yeah. uh, it, it didn't look any different. You know, put Robin Lode back up there. He scored goals when he was there. Yeah. You know, I, mean, yeah. I just really I don't know what do else to do. Spent so much money on your strikers, though. I mean, you have two designated player strikers. One of them's already coming off the bench or not playing for entire <laughs> games. We really going to do that again where we have a designated player who's not playing entire games uh, for a second straight well, season? I mean, that, that'd yeah. be a pretty big, pretty big move for, for the club to do to just have a designated player sitting on the bench, which would, I mean... I get it. You have two designated players in the same position, but still you got to find a way to get them on the field, get them chances. Because as I was saying, and as other people much smarter than me about soccer have been saying, Adrian knew his underlying numbers. They were good. And from what we yeah. saw last year, he was getting in areas. It's just that final part of scoring a goal of getting the ball in the back of the net, just for some reason, <laughs> never could hit, but he was getting in all these dangerous areas. He's getting the ball into dangerous areas it's just for some reason he didn't have the confidence. I, I I guess that's the easiest way. He didn't have the confidence just to put it in the back of the net. And you hope that, and we've seen it in the past, especially on this team with Robin Lode, that that second season for those guys tends to be the season where they break out. And, I mean, they brought in Luis Amaria because they wanted a guy they know they could trust. And so far, through two games. I know it's only two games out of 34, well, I, so can't just I overreact trust to that. But. I trust him. I'd let him watch. I'd let him house sit or take care of my dog or I trust him completely, but I, I just want to see someone score goals. We're just tired of it. I'm tired of waiting for it. And by the way, uh, Anu was a guy that we saw, you know, dealing with his own issues as far as confidence. And I don't, uh, how do you put this? Maybe a little needed a little coddling, need a little hand holding from, from Adrian Heath. And I'm going, well, if, if you're that fragile and now you bring in a guy and you start him ahead of you. What's 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 yeah, a news? Yeah, what's how's a new going to react to that? I mean, you'd hope the reason why you bring people in to push people to different positions is to make them better, right? You know, and if if you know, I hope that that's what it does to uh, a new and that. But I'm I'm afraid he's just going to go. Oh, nobody likes me. I guess they brought in somebody to take my job. And I don't know. It just I got the impression last year that that he wasn't. Uh, maybe resilient enough or tough enough. I don't know, but man, somebody's got to step up and start scoring goals. Yeah, it'd be. I mean, that's that's the one team thing this team is lacking. They've got goalkeeping. They've got defensive play. Yeah, that you. It seems like they've got a solid midfield with Will Trap and whoever they're going to partner him, partner him up with, whether it's Asani Dotson or Kervin Ariaga. Just yeah. you've got attacking midfielders. You've got Emmanuel Reynoso, who's considered by a lot of people in the league one of the best in the league at his position. And then you've got the wingers and Robin Lode and uh, Franco Fragapani. Now you just need someone to finally put the ball into the back of the net. I mean, 
they can get that together, watch out for this team. But uh, well, yeah. we've been we've been saying that for quite a while, and right. and I got so tired of saying that last year and just hoping that they'd come around. That I mean, if this continues for a couple more matches, then I'm all in favor of going back to putting Robin Lude up uh, up top again, and you've got uh, Longwane. Put him on the right side, and I think we're a better team. I mean, I, I, I guess I don't have the problem saying, well, we're playing a false nine. I don't care. It's not a false nine. As long as you're winning and scoring goals. Ro- Robin, Lo- Robin Lode is your nine, okay? And he scored more goals up in that position than anybody else has in the last couple of years. So, yeah. I, you know, it's it's not the way it's supposed to work, but I just I don't want to go through another, you know, stretch of season just praying that someone that's paid to do one thing and one thing only that score goals and they can't do it you know yeah so i don't know i I hope i hope that i'm wrong um i would love to see uh you know amaria succeed or if not you know have uh adrian come in and 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 light it up and you know put uh put amaria on the bench that's fine great the competition is great but Man, what we saw the, the the first two just felt a lot like last year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you want to get into the game? Let's do it. All right. Hi, this is Daniel Roof, the Real GM Radio Podcast, and we had a fun Thursday night game of last week's NFL slate with the Baltimore Ravens eventually coming out on top over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is now the first three-game losing streak since Tom Brady was a first-year starter back in New England and was a strong performance from Lamar Jackson, two touchdowns, 238 yards, and the Ravens really need this. They get up to 5-3. and three. Tampa Bay falls to 3-5, and five, and we have to wonder where their season is going to go from here. Hi, this is Danny LaRue from the Real GM Radio Podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, matchups, news, in-depth analysis, and live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. Can check in on your favorite games and events, including the baseball playoffs, start of the hockey season, MMA, boxing, and golf, plus sports podcasts. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Uh, it's called Talk Me Into. I'm going to borrow this from a friend of mine, Matthew Collar. Steal, uh, borrow. Yeah, steal, yeah. borrow. Yeah, it happens in radio quite a bit. Or yeah. Oh, quite yeah. A bit. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's ever original in radio, is it? No, um, no. All right. So the thing is, we come up with a topic and we force the other person to talk us into it, whether mm-hmm. we believe it or not. So, Dan, you want to go first? Uh, I'm new to this, so you go first. All right. You have to talk me into, since we were talking about this already just now, Okay. talk me into Luis Amaria or Adrian Unu scoring double-digit goals this season. How is it going to happen? I'm going to talk you into that? Yep, you have to. You can't just say, ah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> you have to come up with the reason why it's going to happen. Well, um, I think what's going to happen is um, uh, Adrian Anu is going to find a lamp, and he's going to rub it, and a genie's <laughs> going to pop out. And that genie's going to grant him three wishes. And I don't know what his first two wishes will be, but his third one will be that he can score 10 goals. Um, 
Okay, I, I'll, I, all right, here we go. I will say yes, uh, one of them will. I don't know which one because we just don't know which one's going to step up and, and kind of take control of that position. Right now, it's Amaria's position to lose at this point. He's <laughs> on his way there. But, uh, <laughs> but, but one of them will score 10 goals because – because Adrian Heath and the staff do want to have a regular number nine. They do want to have a guy they can throw in there as a starter, be the guy, be the guy they lean on. And uh, 10 goals isn't out of the question for either one of them because of the supporting team behind them. Reynoso's getting better. We know Robin Lode is a, is a great team player and will do what he needs to do to make them better. We know Fragapane now in his second year is going to be even better. And now you have Longwane stepping in there and showing us some real promise. Um, it's the perfect situation for a number nine. It really is. And these two guys are both capable if they can, uh, if they can get their head straight and, and keep themselves in a the lineup of scoring uh, 10 goals. Absolutely. I think, I think that's how it happens is that, the supporting cast behind them is all set up perfectly where you need to do just one thing, and that's focus on score, putting the ball into the back of the net. Everybody else is going to move around you. Everybody else is going to move the ball around the defense and get the ball to you for you to score the goal. And whoever's going to step up and take that role, they're going to grab it, and they're going to run away with it because when it starts happening with the supporting cast behind them, it's just gonna they're going to start flowing in. Uh, question off of that. How long is that leash for the starting for that number nine? Because well, I think can pull that leash pretty quickly sometimes. Yeah, he can. But again, I think that Adrian really wants a guy. Yeah, you know, he doesn't want to. I know he doesn't want. No coach wants to to play number nine by committee. They want a number nine. So I think. I think as long as uh, Luis is 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 getting some chances, he's got uh, a little bit of a leash. Um, but what really probably would make a difference is uh, if Adrian Anu comes in as a substitution, which he probably will most matches somewhere after the 70th minute, something like that. He'll probably come in most every night. And one of these nights, if if Luis doesn't score – Audrey Nanu is going to, and then the switch is on, yeah. you know, that's all it takes. So yeah. uh, I think it could happen. It could happen. You know, it could happen uh, this week. Um, Luis Amaria doesn't look great. 65th minute. Audrey Nanu comes in, scores a big goal, maybe scores two, maybe has a goal and an assist. Boom. He's probably starting the next match. So yeah. I think the leash is, is only as short as uh, the, the other player is, uh, is, capable of making it so um the ball in the back of the net first gets that leash i think it's i really think it's that simple i do so fair enough did i talk you into anything yeah you talked me into it okay i was already believing it to begin with i know you didn't but so that's why i wanted you to talk good i don't might have talked myself into it i don't know (laughs) all right well good luck with mine good luck with mine tell me why i should call the minnesota united jerseys a kit (laughs) (laughs) um you can if you want to. I don't really care about soccer terminology. It's never bothered me what people call it. I can't real. I honestly can't talk you into calling it a kit because soccer terminology has never concerned me. I mean, it's called. We call it soccer here. We call it, or they call it football elsewhere. They call it calcio in in Italy. What is it? What does it matter what we call things? I'm not calling them boots. 
They're that clean. was going to be next week. You just stole mine for next week. Tell me why I should call them boots. They're, They're never soccer gonna be shoes. Boots to me, I'm sorry. Uh, you should call it kit because that's what every soccer person, that's what every snocker, soccer snob in the country does. Is they call them kits. They call it a pitch. They call it football. Uh, we don't watch MLS and we watch only EPL because that's the only league that matters. Because MLS yeah, is a joke league. That's yeah, why you should call it kits. You no, didn't convince me of anything. No, because I <laughs> <laughs> soccer terminology is so dumb. People getting mad about random. You can't call it. You can't call it a goaltender or whatever. Who cares? We know what the position you're talking about. It's a keeper. It's a keeper. Get over yourself. He's a keeper, not a goalie. Um, yeah, and I don't. I, I just. I'm not comfortable with that term. That's weird. Because I think that I think that there are a lot of people who are not into international soccer. Yeah. Grew Stop up maybe even is what it is. It's maybe even maybe even maybe even played soccer here in this country. Yeah. Um, like soccer, and you say, "Oh, did you see their new kit?" And they look at you, go, "What the hell is that?" Yeah. I don't. I don't like the term. I think it's. I just. I don't enjoy it. I don't use it very often. Um, it's like okay. Let me show you a comparison. Um, in Canada, do you know what they call a hockey jersey? It's called a sweater, and that's weird. It's called a sweater. And that's very weird, but yet, but yet down here, very few people call it a sweater. It's not a sweater. It's a Jersey. Right. But that's what they call it. It's not a kit. It's a Jersey. It's not a kit. It's a Jersey Jersey to me. Right. It's a Jersey. So, all right. You did nothing for me. You didn't convince me of anything. Cause it's, it's soccer (laughs) snobbery. One Oh one to only call it kit, only call it a pitch. I know. Yeah. Only call it football. And it's just. It bothers me. It keeps people away from the game that I love that I want people to get into because yeah. I think it's a great game. And people who, who are out there saying you can only – you have to use our terms, our gatekeeping and keeping and, people and away they're from not, the And they're not your terms. They're terms right. that are centuries old yeah. from other parts of the world. Yeah. It's, yeah. All right. Fine. Let's move on. Next up <laughs> for Minnesota, a trip out to New York. Again, this one I'm, I'm pretty sure we've beaten this one into the ground. Time change for this one. It was originally at 1 p.m. with pre-match at 12.30. Now pre-match at 5.30, kickoff at 6 p.m. You can hear that on Score North on AM 1500, the Score North mobile app, and live.scorenorth.com. This Sunday, Dan Terra and myself, uh, Minnesota United at New York Red Bulls. Dan, New York coming off of a pair a pair of wins for them to start the season there undefeated. 3-1 three, win over San Jose and then a 4-1 stomping of Toronto FC this weekend. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that that means Toronto's really bad, and that's not, the Red Bulls aren't that good. Um, and I think that's probably the case. But you know, it's really difficult early in the season. Um, last year, Minnesota was uh, coming off a run to the uh, conference finals, and they lost four to start the season. Yeah. Last year, correct me if I'm wrong, Seattle was terrible. Yeah, I think well, I think I think they're on two now, aren't they? Seattle. Yeah, they yeah they opened the season with two losses. Yeah, they were great last year, and then opened the season with two losses this year. Yeah, but Seattle struggled. But didn't didn't Seattle struggle for a good? Weren't they? Didn't they? uh, They had a rough patch in the middle of the season. Yeah, they were. They ran out in front, looked like they were run away with it, and then they then it got to a stretch where they had trouble beating anybody. So how do you you know Seattle? We know they're still going to be good, right? Yeah, they always start the season. Typically, they, Seattle always starts the season yeah. rough and then so, on late in the season. But yeah, you know, and, and Austin FC is still terrible, even though they pounded the daylights out of. Who did they beat so bad? They beat FC Cincinnati last week five nil, and then they five beat, nil. They beat the tar out of Inter Miami yesterday five to one. 
So they've scored 10 goals. In- they set a league record. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that and look across the league. Why not do it now? Oh, they set a league record ten. for most goals in their first two matches with 10 goals, and they had they scored 34 last year. They've already got 10 in the first two games this year. Yeah, the, see, and that's why you can't – just <laughs> these first, this first month or four weeks of the season just are so ridiculous. I mean – does does anybody really think that they're going to be this? They're going to lead the league in scoring. You know, I might have to no, write that down. Awesome. I might have to write that down. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. <laughs> Easy. Can't be, I just can't be I just, creeping just into got, my territory for write that down. I just got an idea for bunt singles. I just got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is, I, I just you, you can look at teams' first two matches, and you can't. It's pretty much meaningless. And when the season's this long, uh, it just it doesn't matter. Teams, I saw some article was that at the MLS website about uh, who the who are the pretenders of the perfect teams. I go <laughs> relax. You're you're two and zero. Oh. You can accidentally become two and zero oh and be terrible. It just doesn't matter. So, so you're not buying Austin's hot start. Are you convince no. me? Convince me. I ain't talking anybody into that because I don't believe it. <laughs> I mean, congratulations to Ethan Finley in that one. Absolute stunning goal for the second goal of his of the game for him. But yeah, he comes on in like the 66th minute. Two minutes later, he's scoring a goal and then scores the fifth, fifth and final for Austin, which is just like he just roofs a, a ball from across the the penalty boxes. Stunning goal. But yeah, congratulations to Ethan Finley there. Another former couple of loons. Uh, combining for a late stoppage time corner kick goal to rescue San Jose a point in their 3-3 draw against Columbus. Jan Gregush setting up Francisco Calvo on the corner kick. Where was uh, that when they played here? Haven't had a corner kick goal in a while here. Gregush to Calvo? Yeah. <laughs> for, couldn't have got, couldn't in the have 96th, Ib- I think it was the 96th minute on a corner kick to save a 3-3 draw. Was was Ibsen standing by watching? <laughs> wow! Watching circuit television. Wow. Yeah. Well, going back quickly to Ethan Finlay, you know what? Is there? I mean, players leave here, and a lot of times you uh, say good riddance. A lot of times you wish them well, and you know what? What a great guy, you Absolutely. know. And I hope he does great there. And if Austin is going to be great, then I hope he's a big part of it. So good yeah. for him. Yeah, good for Ethan Finley there. Yep. Uh, FC Cincinnati, a team that we're probably buying the way they're starting with their 5-0 loss and then their what ended up being a 1-0 loss that they were they took a 0-0 draw into the 95th minute of 6-minute stoppage time against 10-man DC United. So DC United down a man. For some reason, FC Cincinnati are defending late. I don't get why they're doing that when they're up a man. <laughs> Jeff Cameron commits a handball in the penalty box in the 95th minute. Quick VAR check confirms it. DC United score a late penalty goal to get a 1-0 win, smash and grab win for them. But D- or FC Cincinnati, just another season and another season where they can't find a way to win or even get a single point. Yeah, they just try not to lose at this point, and they are. Well, we can't we can't talk about what teams do up a man because we were we were the we were <laughs> the we, worst It's team. a new season. We haven't gotten there yet. We, we were the worst team on the planet being up a man last year. Yeah. It was it was something where we want to be able to say, No, thank you, no, let him stay on. We don't want to be up a man. <laughs> don't go to VAR. Yes, please, just stay. <laughs> Leave him in. <laughs> uh, cool story out at Charlotte FC this weekend. They're setting a new league record for highest attendance. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's a 1-0 loss from them. Efren Alvarez scores an absolute wonder goal for them. 
or for the Galaxy in that one. But uh, 74,749 people attended that wow. one. The largest attendance in MLS history. Did awesome you, site. It was cool. Did you know that was a soccer hotbed? I had no idea. Unfortunately, the guy Ooh. who owns the team run has basically run the Panthers in the ground, so I'm not very high on <laughs> Charlotte's chances, especially when their coach says they're bleeped before the season starts. <laughs> hey, but come on out to the stadium. Yeah. Hack the we're house. Gonna be, we're going to be Thank run by you. the same guy who runs the Panthers. You know, Thank you. The same team who traded yeah. for Sam Darnold and hasn't been right. running their coat. Or running All right, well, good luck to them then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not really high on uh, Charlotte FC this year. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to have an awesome atmosphere, and they have great jerseys, kits, whatever you want to call I, them. I, they're, we've been through that already. <laughs> they have great jerseys. I love their jerseys. They're nice, and they All just right. look great. All, All right. right. Match, so they get... match their boots. <laughs> <laughs> what about their sweaters? How's their sweater game? Their sweaters, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next segment is our new predictor segment. I'll let you explain this one. This the is, uh, predictor! Because I like picking winners and losers. I don't like picking draws, but I will occasionally. Uh, So that's why you joined me on the broadcast. Here's here's what we're going to do is uh, each week we'll each pick uh, the uh, winner and a score for the uh, Minnesota United match coming up that weekend. And then two other MLS matches. Uh, For every match, you get the winner or you can pick a tie or you pick a draw correctly. You get one point. And anytime you get the score exactly correct, you get another point. So potentially you could get six points a week All right, I like or zero. All right, so, so it's just pick, it's just pick three. It's a, it's just a predictor where you pick three games, pick the scores just to try and get a bonus point. It, it, the tough part is there are a lot of draws in soccer, but it's hard to pick them. Yeah, true. It is. So, right. um, so for our three games, I added my own rule here. I took an Eastern conference battle a interconference battle and then a Western conference battle. Why do you always make everything so complicated? Just pick three. I'm the one who has to keep track of the scores, not you. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's not complicated for me at all. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Go with, go with go with your. Um, let's let's do the uh, first. Uh, leave the Minnesota pick for last. So right. you go with your we'll first go, pick. We'll go Eastern Conference first. I chose the Columbus Toronto match two one to er, Columbus. Well, he's through. I'm scared. I thought you were going to say Toronto. Let's go. Wow. Okay. Uh, my first match, uh, I picked Portland over Austin 2 0. Oh, okay. I had uh, Portland and Austin. I had that as a 3 3 draw. Ooh, that's your number two pick? That's my number two pick. Okay. You picked a draw. See, I see. I got to wait a while. I got to wait a while before I go to the draws. Okay. My number two pick is uh, Seattle will defeat LA Galaxy 1-0. Oh, okay. LA Galaxy. All right. All right. All right. So what do you got one, for Minnesota? Minnesota United versus New York Red Bulls. Can't uh, pick another draw. It is a draw. Ah, uh, three in a row? <laughs> no, I had 2-1 Columbus. No, no, I mean, you're saying Minnesota oh, will have yeah, three yeah. draws straight. Yeah, absolutely three oh, draws straight. Oh, you know what the odds of that are? I don't, but do you? You know what the odds of four <laughs> losses to start a season are? They're pretty good, actually. I've seen it. <laughs> Happened last year. Uh, two two draw. Two two. Two two draw. Okay. I have Minnesota. Goals. I have that. That'd be that'd be two goals in one match. Can you um, always handle two goals? No. I have Minnesota goals? with a win on the road. Their first win of the season. One nil. Ooh. I mean. There you go. Add it to the one goal. The one goal charm of this team. Well. 
that's all we're going to get. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There's your predictors. We'll, uh, we'll add that up next week. All right. That's the predictor segment. So then the final segment of the show, the one everybody's looking forward to, I did the tallies uh, from the end of last season. We each only got one more goal. So the results really the same. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know results if I trust the, the system. Champion here, golden boot winner here. I don't know. I don't know if I trust the system. But uh, I got an right? orange, I got an old orange tennis shoe at home. You want that's close as a gold to a golden boot I could find. Is that an old Minnesota kicks boot? No, it's just orange. Oh, okay. So the uh, segment is write that down. It's where we each make three soccer related predictions. At least one Minnesota United related prediction in the bunch. We'll keep track of the correct predictions throughout the year. We'll call them goals and the most goals at the end of the year wins the golden boot. Now, since this is the first week of the season, we don't really have an accountability session, except my buddy, John B texted me before the Philadelphia game, uh, asking if we're doing the podcast again. I said, yes. He goes, all right, I've got to, I've got to write that down for you. Oh, I like it. Proactive listeners. That's wonderful. He said, write this down. Luis Amaria will score a brace against Philadelphia. (laughs) Well, that didn't happen, buddy. So (laughs) listeners already on the board batting zero like they batted last year. I hope he gets a brace this year. (laughs) (laughs) So our final standings last year, uh, I had 25 goals. You had 24 goals. Guests had four goals and listeners had zero. I think there's still like three things left on the board to play. But those will count for whenever they happen because they were written well enough that it doesn't – we'll just count them for whenever they happen. So I didn't know we carried anything over from one season to the next. We will this time. Oh, wow. All righty. I will let you go first so I can pull up my uh, – write that down. Okay, so um, this one's a little complicated. This one is going to – you're going to I'm going to make you sit on this one all season. Okay. So uh, – Removing the first four games of this year, because last year Minnesota started 0-4. Okay. Okay? So, removing the first four this year, Minnesota will still end up in better position than they were last year. So, I'm saying they'll have a the, – removing the first four games of this season, even if they were to win their next two, you take the two wins and the two ties off of their record, they'll have a better record than last year. They'll have more points than last year? Yes, we'll go with points. Yeah, okay. set a better record. Yeah, they'll have more right. points than last year. Even if you take, well, right now you're going to take two points off. Um, you could take as many as, you know, six more if they'd win two. Yeah. Okay. But I'm saying that they're still going to have the end of the year. They'll have more points uh, minus the first four games than they did last year. So, All right. Sorry. Write that down. Write that down. All right. Uh, I'm going with the bunt single since I wrote this down before you even thought of this one earlier mm-hmm. in the show. Austin FC will not score five goals this weekend. Bunt. <laughs> well, if of they course do, they I, won't. If they do, you can have the golden boot for the season. You can have it right away. Oh, man. <laughs> <sighs> that, is so, that is so lame. Piling up the hits already. All right. Um, Here, I'll do this. They won't score more than five goals. So if they score six, it'll still count as a bad guess. <laughs> They score six. <laughs> who are they playing? I who are they? Who they're playing. It doesn't matter if they're playing anybody. They want. all right. So when when you mentioned Austin, it made me think of something that I wanted to do. So I'm going to go with it since because mine's a oh, much better. Portland. We both picked the game. Which yeah. I mean, Portland's defense is pretty bad. It could happen. So so here here's mine, and I, I wasn't going to go with this, but now I'm going to because mine's much better. Austin FC <laughs> will not score ten goals total in their next five matches. Ooh, I like that one. 
So there you go. That's much a much more dignified pick than your little <laughs> cheesy little hey, it took lay me like it down. three it took me like a month to get my first hit last year. <laughs> wow. How do you get my first hit the first how week of the season? How do you sleep at night? Quite easily, if you ask. Yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My next write that down. New York Red Bulls will not score more than two goals against Minnesota. It'll be two goals or less. Okay. Yeah, I already Scored. predicted that. One nil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a couple of options here. Which one do I want to go with? Are you going MASL? What's that? No. No. No I MASL to, this year. Yeah, it's way too much work. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with. I have like three options left. I was trying to decide which ones to go with. Um, but since you went for another <laughs> easy bunt single, what? that yes. We don't give up three goals to anybody. Mm. Well, not all the time, anyway. Looks like Seattle would beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that was a different. That was a long time ago. <laughs> um, now I'm going to go this way. Um, Minnesota. I'm, I'm I'm doing what you did last year. I'm oh. padding stuff down the road. I like it. Minnesota was in first place for a few minutes mm-hmm. this season. After their draw with Philly, we were in first place because nobody else was playing yet. <laughs> we will not we will not be alone in first place in either March this month or April. Oh, okay. So that one won't pay off to the end of April. Now I'm not saying they won't be in first place at all this year. But they can't they won't be I think in there's by a possibility. Themselves. Yes. I think there's a possibility they could get uh, later in the season if they get yeah. things going. They certainly could be in first place because the West is always wide open. So, But it's not going to happen this month or next month. Write that down. All right. My final write that down. Yay. Uh, <laughs> Minnesota will win over half of their games against the Eastern Conference teams they play this season. So they have eight Eastern Conference games. Mm-hmm. They've already played one of them. They're going to play their second one this weekend. Okay. They will win over half of them. Over half. Over half. So they have to win over five half. Half. Okay. Yeah. All right. They've got yes. Chicago at least once. They've got right? Chicago and FC Cincinnati. So there's those are two there's easy two, wins. Hopefully. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Theoretically, you should win those two games, and and you've got Inter Miami. You should win that one. Absolutely. Three. Absolutely. Uh, final question for the show, Dan. Expectations for the season since we didn't talk last week. We didn't talk before the season opener. Expectations for Minnesota United this season. Well, I think they've gotten better. Um, I think that they've gotten better defensively. I think they have more depth. Um, We still have two very good goaltenders as far as we know. Um, We can go back to last year where we didn't think they'd have these two guys uh, by the middle of summer. I think there's a really good chance they don't have these two guys by the middle of summer um, uh, because it's hard to hang on to two starting goaltenders in this league. You are listening to the 2022 version of Loon Talk, not the twenty. Yeah, it's not a repeat of a year ago. Um, (laughs) I think the expectations are high. I think they made a lot of good changes. I think before they played two matches, I thought that they made an upgrade at uh, at the striker position. Now I'm not so sure. Um, <laughs> I think we see a, a young a young player in Hlongwane that, uh, man, so far in a very small sample size, he might be pushing for a spot in the, you know, spot in the starting lineup quicker than we yeah. thought. So, yeah, the expectations are high. I expect them to make the playoffs. I expect them 
to uh, make a serious push for home field advantage in the first round of the playoffs. I, I kind of go back to what we were thinking a year ago after that uh, run to the Western Conference final. I'm right back there. I don't think I think the uh, ceiling is is high for this team, and um, if they get this striker thing figured out, I think the ceiling is very high. So, but that's a big if. You know, we've yeah. been waiting for that for a long time. So, but yeah, I, 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 expectations are very high. I think I'm right there with you. I mean, as long as as long as that striker thing gets figured out, I I have a hard time seeing this team not competing for the top of the Western Conference, and they should have a home field playoff game uh, this year because of the way this team is built, the way the rest of the Western conference is, uh, this team should be battling for the top mm-hmm. of the Western conference. They should be a contender for the West. I mean, they're, they have a squad that's been together for a while now. This is a squad that's been meticulously built over the past couple years, and they haven't really gotten rid of a whole lot of their starting pieces. It's a lot of the same starters from the last three mm-hmm. years who know how to play well together. I mean, that's a team that should be competing at this point. Yeah. So expectations are super high this year. And, you know, hopefully they live up to them. That'd be great because it'd be fun. It'd be fun for the broadcast, fun for the podcast that they would do it. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. Right, that's been, it's... Uh, that's been the first week of Loon Talk in the books. Uh, that's it, again, man. Fairly painless. Fairly painless. Yep. Uh, once again, you can listen to Dan Terrar and myself on, on all Minnesota United broadcasts on Score North on AM 1500. Sunday, the Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Score North mobile app and live.scorenorth.com, especially this Sunday, uh, the 13th, against the New York Red Bulls, pre-match 5.30, kickoff at 6 p.m. on Score North. Yes. Uh, we will be there for you every single game. Should be fun, Dan. Looking forward to Sunday. All right. See you Sunday. See you, everybody. See you, everybody.